We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is the Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Sobriety, community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. Ah hey, aluda je. Ah hey, ash pajeta. Ah hey, Welcome to Unspoken Words, episode thirty-two. Magic, the magic episode. Uh, over here to my right, we got the favorite Indian, JC. <clears throat> oh, shooter. JC McGavin, aka Cobra Kai. <laughs> JCB, what's up, yo? Yep, 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 yep. And over here to my left, we got the head man dancer for the Fourth of July celebration <laughs> and Lodge Grass. He ain't even trying to preach. Pod Gotti, Randy B, what's up? What up? What up? What up? Yo, and it's me. Uh, what is it? Empty Barrel. Mo, <laughs> not drugs. Empty and Barrel, a.k.a. Always Shoots Blanks, a.k.a. <laughs> <laughs> Always Center of Attention. Mo, hugs, not drugs. <laughs> Always Center of Attention. Center of Attention. Center of Attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness it's good to be here on episode 32 with you gentlemen episode 32 the magic magic man magic hands. when he was at the magic no nah, man magic johnson <laughs> magic johnson shaquille magic man he couldn't hit johnson. a free throw to save his life akeem elijahwan akeem elijahwan no he was 34 him Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, the dream. We also was thirty two. Uh thirty yeah, Shaq when he was there. Oh Carmelo? Yeah, Carmelone. Carmelone. Carl Malone. Larry Johnson. Was Larry Johnson? Grandma. No, Larry Johnson was Yeah, Grandma Ma Johnson. Larry Johnson was two. Oh, he was two. He had a bad, he had a bad back. Dang, man, that guy was good. Man, I would think like thinking about like the late nineties, bro, like that was like it. Like back then, I never thought we were living like in, like the golden era. Like yeah, like <laughs> yeah. basketball would never be the same because like I was watching uh, something the other night and dude, this guy like got it wasn't even a hard foul. It was just kind of unnecessary, but it wasn't hard. It wasn't malicious. Yeah, and they gave him a freaking flag. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I what? forgot who it was. I forgot what me and my brother were watching it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been like, man, and I was like, dog, like I can't. Oh man, forget the nineties. You watch it in the eighties. Yeah, okay. early nineties. Those guys would get away with murder. Yeah, early nineties. And they they scrap like the it out thing, on yeah. the court, <clears throat> like Lambeer and all them. And yeah. all they would do is get technicals. They had to sit out for a few minutes, and they back in the game. And my uh, my dad told me he used to record all those videos, so I would watch them. Yeah, um, Calvin Buckingham. Uh-huh. Shout out Cal, Cal, Calvin Buckingham. But he would give my dad. Well, I would go hang out with them on whatever they were doing, and then I would get these tapes. Yeah, like Magic, Magic and Larry, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he always recorded them back in the day. Nice. Watch them. Yeah, I remember watching. Cool. Was that? that was a Swiss. <laughs> oh, okay. Swiss. But I remember bish. watching. Um, remember when Jordan shot over the Cavs? Yeah, yeah, Ray over Elo. Elo. Yeah, 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 bro. Like stuff like that, bro. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, my brother Josh was like, "See, man, he kicked him. He pushed him or kicked him or something." Uh, for the longest time. I thought Jordan, like when he shot, I thought he kicked him. That Elo, because he falls down. <laughs> Until I was like a teenager. That's I was like, funny. yeah, we had that. Someone was talking about it, and I said, yeah, when Jordan kicked that Elo, and they're like, he didn't kick him. They, they, they said he, they, he pushed uh, Byron Russell, too, but yeah. he, did, he was already going that way. He just. Yeah, he was already tumbling. And like, he was already going. He just, he, just, he just like ushered him. And I remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember Here's your seat, too. sir. There's your seat. Take a seat. Watch me bust this shit on your head. It's kind okay. Of funny because oh, yeah. speaking about magic too, my dad like remember when magic came out? He had AIDS. Yeah. And I was like eight, nine years old at the time. I woke up because MJ was my favorite. MJ yeah, was yeah, my yeah. Dude. But uh, 
I woke up. I was getting ready to go to school. He goes, yeah. He's like, Michael Jordan got to age two. <laughs> <laughs> Just to throw that dagger at you, huh? Dog, man. I freaking believed it, man. <laughs> oh, man. That's just cruel. <laughs> I would have told the homies at school, like, Jordan has age two. <laughs> oh, he's Jordan. Oh, that's what my dad that said. My dad told me that. <laughs> and I'm thinking back, I'm like, dang, that, my dad got me, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm set to, damn, Andrew. Everybody's tripping out about magic. Like, damn, Jordan got to two. <laughs> <laughs> Memories, man, basketball, baby, basketball. Yep, I was just thinking back all that. Um, yeah, I think that's like the problem with like a lot of these people that are basketball fans now, like thirty and under or whatever. Uh, they didn't watch Jordan play, so they can't appreciate that. Yeah, they can't appreciate that. They think. They think like making it to the finals ten times in a row is greatness. I'm like, no, hell no, that ain't greatness. Hell no. Did you see what Charles Barkley said? Like he was talking about like um, KD being good. Yeah, you know, but but he goes, but I always root against the super team. Yeah, I just read that just a little bit like, ago. That's kind of like how I am too. I'm like not, you know, not like being a hater, but I'm like, man, I like to watch competitive basketball, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't vibe with the new era. I mean, I understand it yeah. though. I understand it from a business standpoint because that's yeah. probably what I would do too. True, 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 true. All these players are getting their money mm-hmm. because they realize too, like basketball ain't forever. Yep. Because you read so many horror stories about people going Broke? bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah. After you know, after those million dollar checks, but true, true. But then true. on the other hand, you're like, man, where's the loyalty? You know? Exactly. Where's like, <laughs> like I equated it to like independent basketball because I I used to be engulfed in that world mm-hmm. and. That's how the NBA is now. You know, it's like you're, you got a team going to a tournament and half your squad jumps ship like the, the day of the tournament. So then you're like scrambling, trying to get people, pulling people out of the crowd, trying to play a game. It's just horrible. Damn, they do that out there? That's how the independent <clears throat> scene is. That's nuts, man. I know so that that's it. where like the NBA is going. So that 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 leaves a bad taste in my even, well, you, you even got, the college game too. You yeah. got you got to understand though. You know, not too long ago, the professional athletes were just basically like indentured servants. Oh yeah. I mean, they couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. They couldn't. They had no say in where they. You know, they had really no. Um, decision making. They got abilities. more leverage now. Yeah, they got more leverage. Oh, yeah. And I, I think like I, I can see that because my brother always talks about that too. He said whenever a team trades a player, it's just business. Yep. But when a player wants to go somewhere else, it's not business. No. It's personal at that time. Yeah, which is like it's like that makes sense too, though. Like, yeah, I think um, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I like. I don't like that too. I guess like. That whole, like what Chuck said about the Brooklyn Nets and everything. I'm rooting for them. I like them. You know, I like that squad. And even with Harden gone, man, they tore it up. And they're too good. It was like they they took it up to another level when Harden went down. And I was just like, whoa, this is like a totally different team. Yeah. They're just like running and gunning, like showtime. Like old school Lakers, man, they're passing behind the back, throwing oops. And I was just like, you, what is this? This is did awesome. You see, did you see that meme? Aaron Rodgers going to the Nets. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Nets see are signing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> they got Blake Griffin now, too. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, bro. They, they signed like this whole freaking goon squad, bro. I know. That was, that was crazy. <laughs> Which is crazy mm. because even without all the superstars, they still did pretty good a couple of years ago. Like, didn't we yeah. and all them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just that. needed a couple pieces of the puzzle, and man, and they, they went crazy. The whole team, like, they just like signed all these free agents, and well, uh, the first good move they made was getting out of New Jersey. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really know too much about that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what the fiat? <laughs> but I, I, I think I like it. I like the new, the new look, Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, Kinda, no, that's cool, man. I like it. It's cool, but you had to like. But you think about it though. That's what they had to do to battle LeBron. Because mm. LeBron did that out there in LA too. 
Yeah. True. All right. Yeah. Good discussion on NBA. NBA politics and business. Tune in Thursday for our next basketball segment. (laughs) (laughs) That was our very first segment on basketball. Shout out to Luca. Can't do it by himself, though. No, he cannot. He cannot do it by himself, man. Um, and that kid's only Porzingis, man, he's like 23, I think. Ghosted, man. He was he was the man in New York. And he's like, well, and, nothing, and, when, and when he was there, they were calling him the unicorn and all this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like nothing. But he was the man there. But yeah. Luca's kind of like Harden. He's ball dominant. Like yeah. That's the way he operates. Like he has true. to have the ball. True, true. That's what I noticed, too, because they got Porzingis like standing in the corner. Well, Luca's operating, or they got him standing on the wing. Because Luca's like not even a point guard, but they got him being like what, like a point forward? Yeah, yeah. And he's like big, slow, big, slow, crafty. Yeah, Could you imagine like, uh, Charles Barkley running the point? <clears throat> um, well, <laughs> I think he used to bring the ball up. Yeah, he used to bring the ball up for yeah, the Suns. He used and to stuff. bring the ball up for the Suns, the Rockets. Well, yeah, Kevin Johnston was the man though there on the PG. Yeah, I was watching the um, Nuggets and the. Suns last night, and that was like the first NBA game I ever went to, watching uh, Kevin Johnson during the Kimbe Mutombo's rookie year. Oh, for real? Yeah. Dang. I just remember the Kimbe because he ran like my cousin Cameron. <laughs> my, cousin, my cousin Cameron ran like him, you know, <laughs> big and tall, chest out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. No, no, no. <laughs> Which is actually with Tommy last time. Yeah, we were watching with Tommy, and he was doing that, said that. About what? About, uh... Cameron? Yeah. Oh. Oh, look at the Kimbe runs like Cameron. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. All right. You guys want to go into my little questionnaire game here? Absolutely. All right. Cool. Um, I won't ask all the questions. I think we're pretty warmed up, but I just wanted to get your perspective on a few things here. Um, la, 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 so who la, wants to la, go la, first? La, la. Who wants to go first? Randy does. Randy does. Okay. <laughs> he just raised his hand. Baloney or spam, and why? Baloney. Why? Because you can. Well, I guess that goes for both of them. But baloney's better. I never really got into spam too much. Oh, yeah, that's right, huh? Yeah. What? And I guess we, yeah, we just never <clears throat> ate it much in my household. Yeah. But then when I got like. When I when my daughter was born, like we started eating spam, and it was mm. kinda, it's kind of good. Yeah, but true. it's not something that I'm going to kick the door down over. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not going to get upset if yet there's no bologna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Ah, uh, spam. Why? It just tastes better. I think. Mm-mm. And like you said, it's not <laughs> something that would be like, hey, man, I got to get that spam. Like, where the hell's my spam? But, <laughs> but if somebody said, you want a sandwich, you want bologna or spam, I'm going to say spam. And not, not, and I got a. Cold? No, no. I said, that was my next thing. It's like, <laughs> it can't be just fresh out of the can, like, you know, like cold like that. See, yeah. that's why you got to go with bologna, because you can eat like a cold cut or you can eat it as breakfast. You can kind of. And I wouldn't <laughs> fry it. And the other thing <laughs> is, I wouldn't, seasoning. I wouldn't put, put I wouldn't, I wouldn't cook bologna. Why not? You don't? What it just, I don't know. It just like makes it like Yeah, what do you do with all your sandwiches when you're locked up? Oh, I just ate them. You I fried did. them? Bro, you throw those in the freaking microwave and you kind of eat like chuck wagons in there. Oh, yeah? And the cheese never really melts, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you can tell you don't get the real cheese. It? <laughs> it's yeah, not cheese, it's, yeah. right? <laughs> it doesn't melt. But as long as your bologna and your salami turn like. Dark brown. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> I just had a visual. No, that's it I is said so like, especially like no, you, no, especially yeah. if you no, haven't eaten you. nothing real for a while, and then you eat one of them. Like you know, when the people just come into the pod, you kind of trade them for yeah. Throw them a soup and grab their, their sack lunches. Yeah, these came from Bologna Row. Yeah, word. All right, next one. Randy, again, you going first? All right, uh, gangster movie or rom com? <laughs> Oh, rom com for sure. <laughs> the, the notebook. Yeah, the I watch notebook. notebook over blood in, blood out any day. <laughs> blood in, blood what? I, that, that story just resonates with me. <laughs> you never know, maybe uh, blood in and blood out is a rom com. Give me some choice. He went there. He went there. Bye bye. <laughs> 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 no, 
No, I think I, 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 <laughs> I like to watch gangsta. Actually, I can't find Blood In Blood Out on on Amazon or nowhere. Nowhere, man. You can get you can you watch it order. on YouTube. I know you can watch it on YouTube, but that's not like the way I like to watch it. Man. I like to <laughs> like broken up. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go find no, part no, you five. <laughs> you could get the whole thing. Oh, really? You got yeah. paid for it though? No. I've watched the whole thing. No, I know oh, which really? one you're talking about. The one that always pops up with like millions of views on it. I don't know, but I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't yeah. I think I know, but it's kind of like low quality. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, it's all right. The qual- I mean, I don't know. But anyway. Okay. So I, I like to watch a good gangster flick. <laughs> okay. Why? But I like to watch a good gangster flick. <laughs> I would like. Okay. Why? It just makes me feel like a man. <laughs> Because it really speaks to my childhood. <laughs> about no, I don't know. I, I get, like, if I want to laugh, I'll watch something funny. Like a rom-com? Yeah. Okay. It doesn't even have to be rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to throw a romantic in there? <laughs> but, like, just something funny, like, um, what, do, what are we always watching? Um, oh, like White Chicks. Oh, yeah. Like that one's funny. Like that. Yeah, like. Uh, White Chicks or The Longest Yard, the new one. Oh, yeah. There's the Adam Sandler? Yeah. Yeah. But our, like my favorite is like uh, Coming to America. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. I always got to fast forward it though, past like when they the when initial, to get to America. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that second one still. I still never finished it. Yeah, the second one's not like I haven't rushed to watch it a second time, you know? No. Okay. JC, gangster movie or rom com? <clears throat> I gotta be honest, I can't stand rom coms at all. Just kidding. What, what do you hey, say, uh, this guy. <laughs> what, what's the other one you always say? Uh, uh, cool. Right. <laughs> this guy's just, too bad. Uh, <laughs> just, just the ones with. Uh, I've been over to your place. Got rom coms on the whole shelf. <laughs> the, the, the Hugh Grant collection. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but rom coms. No oh, gangster man. flicks get played up in this. Because I'm so so bitter that I think and real life ain't like that. People don't <laughs> <do> that. <laughs> this ain't real. This ain't real. People don't fall in love. I never got that chick <laughs> like that before. Then break up and then fall back in love in the end. Oh, <laughs> guys, <laughs> baloney. Maybe you're on crow fried baloney. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that one. I think that one hit a nerve. We'll move on to the next one. <laughs> Last question. Randy's going first. Uh, who was your celebrity hero growing up and why? I don't know my celebrity. I think, like, what we were talking about him earlier, like Michael oh, yeah, Jordan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that was my hero growing up. Like, mm-hmm. man, I wanted to be like, I wanted to be like Mike, man. Like, yeah, yeah. It's funny, funny story. We were in the mall, man. I got lost. Or no. We were in the mall, me and my family. <laughs> and my little brother got lost, mm. and we found him. And my 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 brother, like he was telling my mom, he said, "Mom, mom, I seen I seen Randy's brother." <laughs> Word, and he looked as a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's how crazy I was about him. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Randy's I wanted, brother. Yeah. I seen Randy's brother. Jordan's my brother. You know what that that, that reminds me of is one time I remember when I was little and Star Wars was big back then. I was trying trying to get my my grandma. Way back then. You know, I was trying to get one of those, one of the the, the action figures, one of the toys. Yeah. And then for some odd reason, Lando Calrissian was cheap. He was like on sale or something. Yeah. Uh And I was like, well, look at this one. This one's not that much. Can I get this one? And my brother, he's like, eh, JC wants to get a black guy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and he killed it. Ah, just, trying to be, just trying to be reasonable here, just try, just brother. Trying, just trying to be thrifty. Over at KB Toy Store? Oh, no, actually, it's a Target, I think. Oh, Target. Six stars. Six star. Was it six what star? Was that Gibson? Gibson used to be uh, the worst, worst national pond. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember we bought our tree, which is crazy because I was actually just in Lodge Grass and man, my daughter's, my daughter's, my dad's cottonwood trees, mm-hmm. bro, they freaking huge. Rude, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, I remember, I remember planting them. Really? Wow. Like, I remember we, you know, we, we got like a truckload of, of trees and stuff and 
yeah, kind of dope. But now when I drove down there, I'm like, man, there are. Dang, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I See that when I used to jump, Yeah, I remember when I used to jump over them, like, playing football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right down. Well, what about you, JC? Who is your celebrity hero growing up? Lando. Lando. <laughs> <laughs> the only black guy in the galaxy. Um, <laughs> it, it depends. Like, what, what do you mean growing up? Like, early childhood? Yeah, just any one of them. Oh, yeah, it's multiple. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, because, you know, you evolve. Every like, phase. When I was little, like, when I was, like, grade school, I, you know, I was wrestling. Was I wanted to be a wrestler. Mm-hmm. And I remember Jimmy Superfly Snooker mm. and Hulk Hogan and Iron Sheik and all those guys. Yeah. So those wanted to be a wrestler. Right on. And then after a while, I grew up, then I discovered music. Then I wanted to be a rock star, you know, like Motley Crue. Oh, uh, yeah. Metallica or somebody mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, and then when I got into high school, obviously, Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, yeah. I wanted to be Ken Griffey Jr. I had you kind of close by, too, playing baseball. And then I got to see him on Mother's Day, I want to say, in 2000, or 2000, <laughs> uh, 19, okay, I'm going to date myself yeah. here, but 1993. Oh, wow. And he hit two home runs in the old Seattle Dome. They, they blew that place up now, but. I remember that day they took our, our baseball team from Chamawa from Salem up the coast to Seattle. Yeah. And we watched them play Minnesota Twins and they won. He hit two home runs and nice. it's pretty cool. Very cool. Very cool. Right on, gentlemen. Um, I appreciate that and I appreciate you guys um amusing me in my Whoa, 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 whoa. Which one? First one was what? <laughs> well, let's get to the rom-com one first. I, <laughs> um, I, you wouldn't ask that if there wasn't something behind it. No, I mean, I was just thinking of stuff randomly. <laughs> random. Like, this would be funny. Uh, no, first one, definitely, oh, man, spam. Probably now. Uh, but either one, and because they're delicious. Uh, and a, definitely a gangster movie. I'd rather watch Godfather 2 over any rom-com. 2? Godfather 2. Uh, God, I think Godfather 2 is the best one. Yeah. Because it tells more of the story and it flashes back and forth, back and forth, back and oh, forth. Oh, okay. Never mind. I, 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 I mixed it up with um, 3. That's one there. Yeah. When he, they showed the young yeah, Don Corleone. Yeah. The uh, 3 gets kind of resy. Yeah. Those cousins start dating each other and stuff. Jeez. Um, well, Sonny's. Sonny's illegitimate child and Michael Corleone's daughter like <laughs> hook up in the movie. That is that's uh, pretty crazy stuff. Yeah, I haven't watched those in a long time. Mm. Even Godfather One, I remember watching that, but it's always too long for me. Really? Man, I, I just like it, love it, second. watching them. But I'm not. Yeah, oh, that was sorry, the second one. Movies. Second one, I'm last sorry. one. Uh, celebrity hero, uh, yeah, right in line with what you guys like. MJ, Ultimate Warrior, uh, those kind of like those are my celebrity heroes. Definitely sports related, yeah. anyway. Um, <clears throat> Oprah Winfrey, yeah. What if you said that, and then like yeah. <laughs> Oprah, I was always watching <laughs> Oprah. You get a car, and you get a car. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever watched a full episode of Oprah. I just always remember, like, when I would get home yeah. in the afternoon, like, and walk in from the bus, and my yeah. mom would be watching it. Oh, really? Yeah, like, uh, it was always on. Huh. Jerry Springer? Oh, I take that back. Like, back when I was, uh, after my first divorce and I had my own apartment and stuff, I'd get home and I'd turn on the TV outside the local channels and Oprah would be on and I'd watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that was, like, the last few seasons. <laughs> but Jerry Springer, man, I used to love to watch that. Jerry, Jerry. And it got really super weird. I remember because just, I don't know if it was a choice or a lack of options, but remember he used to come in on late at night? Yeah. Yeah. At like 11? And my my grandma would just be sitting there watching it. (laughs) And and she she, she was, later on, she had kind of hard, she was hard of hearing, so I'm not sure if she actually heard it. Oh. But she would watch it. And she would sit there and just laugh and laugh and look at those people. <laughs> <laughs> They're fighting again. That's funny, huh? Yeah. 
All right, man, that was a good little warm up. Um, so let's move on to our topic this evening in episode 32. So, DJ, would you be so kind and hit me with that beat? Ayo, let's get into our topic. Ayo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right. Unspoken words, episode thirty-two. Um, we got our own little mini topics that we're bringing to the main topic. So let's uh, let's dive in. Let's jump in, and I'm going first. So I just wanted to talk about take you guys back back into time. Um, you know, when, when we're in the throes of our addiction, we're kind of in that delusion of everything's all right. Um, I don't have a problem with my use. I don't have a problem with my drinking. Everyone else does. <clears throat> trying to let's. I want you guys to try to remember that. And then because you know I'm I work downtown here, Billings, and I used to work with these people on the street, trying to help them out. That's what they're operating in, in that delusion that everything's all right. And for me, uh. What I want you guys to kind of think about is like to come out of that. How, what was that? What was that somebody said or that thought that you had or, you know, just something to help you come out of that and just kind of come back to reality? Cause I'm, that's like one thing that I'm constantly thinking about is like, how can we help these people on the street? Because they're operating that delusion that everything's okay. I'm doing this to myself. My kids are taken care of or my kids are grown. They don't need me, blah, 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 <clears throat> and so on and so forth, that something, we need something. I need something. I had, I needed something at one point in time to bring me out of that delusion, to bring me like, you know, slap to the face, not an actual slap to the face, but like, boom, to snap me out of that and be like, whoa, what am I doing? And I know for me, in the back of my head, in the back of my mind, I knew what I was doing wasn't right. But I still kept doing it. And I just kept lying to myself, kept lying to myself, kept lying to myself. And so, you know, different ones. Like my mom was one of them. She came and she bawled me out. My cousin bawled me out. <clears throat> and then I was already starting to think, it's like, you know, I can't, I can't maintain at this level that I'm drinking at. So I was like, eventually I knew I was going to probably have to go get some help. And you know, that those talks, those, when they came and kind of bawled me out and like, what are you doing? You know, your kids are missing you and um, you're about to lose your job and you're just going to end up homeless and blah, blah, blah. And talking like that to me. And I was just like, Oh shoot. What am I doing? Uh, you know what? You're right. I mean, I didn't say that to them. I was thinking it, <laughs> I actually kind of argued with them and fought with them when they came at me like that. And I said some kind of spiteful things. But I knew what they were saying was right. It hurt because it was the reality. It was real. What they were saying was real. And so I finally, you know, I was like, all right, you know, I got sick and tired. I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. So I turned to um, people that I went to treatment. I went to detox and I went to dreaming. And so <clears throat> I don't know. It's just like, so that's what I, my question is like, what, what was it for you individually that you finally like, okay. Uh, Cause I, I don't know. I, I, for me, I want to like, like some kind of like this, I don't know what, what was it for you? And then what do you think we could do for these people on the street? I'll just open it up now. Um, <clears throat> well, for me, I it's got to be the fact that I did get that slap in the face, so to speak. Yeah. And I found myself in, locked up in a place where I didn't have access to mind-altering substances. <clears throat> and so I couldn't escape my reality. And when I was in there, I... It was the, it was the, what really got me was the fact that 
I finally had, I finally admitted to myself that I'm the one that did that. I'm the one that caused these problems. I'm the one that hurt people. I'm the one that was, you know, being destructive, not only to, I mean, because I, you know, he tried to use that, like, I'm not hurting anybody or, you know, all these other excuses and stuff, but it, but that wasn't, that wasn't what I saw. Yeah. But at the time, you know, I, I was able to drown that out, shove it to the back because, you know, under the influence, I mean, that's what we use. That's what I use to not, not have to deal with it. And when I was forced to deal with it, it was the, the act of me admitting that, yeah, it, it, that's me. I did that, and I have to change um, if I want to, you know, not continue to hurt people. Um, I, I think that's really all, all, all it comes down to is <clears throat> the fact that I, I don't think I would have stopped given my own, you know, left to my own devices. Yeah, but it was that actual literal slap upside the head. Like, hey, you're 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 not only are you killing yourself, you're hurting your, you you know the people that you love the most, to the point where they don't even want to have anything to do with you anymore. Yep, and and that hurt. That was a hard reality. That was that. Remember, I I talked about this before. That that thing that just tore me up, just shattered me. And, yeah. I, and I and I I ended up, you know, um, ultimately cleansing myself through tears, and then coming out of the other side with a deeper understanding of my higher power, and then with a, a I don't want to say a, a a plan, but but this idea that <clears throat> I don't want to hurt anymore, I don't want to hurt other people anymore, I don't want to hurt because I hurt other people, mm-hmm. and. <clears throat> one thing that I knew that would keep that going or, you know, keep my, my motivation up and to stay on the path of the red road was that I wanted to help others not do that to themselves, do that to their loved ones, do that to their community, to our people as a whole. And so I guess short answer is, is I, I had to. There was no, I couldn't escape it. I couldn't go to, I was in a place where I couldn't go to that. Yeah. To my. To your vice. To my vice, yeah. Mm. And I think I was like that. Like I was always, I didn't care about nobody. I was so selfish. Mm. Um, and that was always my excuse. It's like, I'm not hurting nobody. This is just me. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares about me anyway. Mm. Yeah. Yep. You know, ain't nobody around me. When I wake up in the morning, nobody's there. Go to bed at night, ain't nobody there. It's just me. If I die, man, nobody care. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's really kind of like where I kept it, and that was always like the forefront, I guess, of of my use. Um until it became a, a bigger problem than I was willing to admit. Because I couldn't stay sober without. If I didn't go to treatment or get thrown in jail. Yeah. Those were about the only times that I was sober. Um, but it wasn't until my ex-wife had my daughter that I realized, like, my life needed to change because my ne- my daughter never has to be born. Mm-hmm. And I think I said it before, like, Like, all I was ever looking for was to be loved. Mm. And then when my daughter was born, like, that was for me um, because I grew up with the wrong mentality. I was raised with good, I was raised in a good way. Um, My mom loved all that, showed me love, demonstrated love. Um, But it was always me wanting to rebel, coming up in a single parent household. Mm-hmm. Um, until I got to a problem, right? And and now I always had an excuse about why I wanted to use and why you know. Yeah. Um, I never intended to be a drunk. I never intended to be a drug addict, but it evolved into that. But once, like I said, once my ex-wife was pregnant with my daughter, like I started thinking, like on a deeper level, like dang, like there's something here. And 
even when I was using, like, I understood that I couldn't do that no more. And once I realized, like, my daughter never asked to be born, then it made me decide. It wasn't, you know, I realized mm-hmm. that I had to enter into treatment, but the decision was made before I even went. Like, the decision was made in at my lowest. Mm. Like, I decided I didn't want to get high no more. I decided that I didn't want to drink no more, but I just needed a little bit of extra strength to get there. Mm. And this is why, like, I've never understood, like, with this whole meth, like, this whole dope game, because I saw so many people have everything that I ever wanted. They had a family. They have a nice career. And, like, some of the guys that, you know, that I ran with back in the day, like, they're no longer here. And I look at that, like, not not that they're, well, you know, my heart goes out to them. But I also look at, like, these people that are out there in the streets now, and I'm like, man, you had everything. How could you go back? Like, you never grew up in a bad way. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I was never raised in a bad way, mm. but I didn't have my dad there to tell me. I was raised by a mom that had too much on her plate. Mm. You know? There was six biological children and two other children that were there. So she couldn't focus on all of us at the same time. And the way that I got attention was by rebelling. But when I, you know, when I look at it now, I'm like, dang, like, how could you? Like, there's people like us that grow up this way and we want to get out of the game. But there's people like you (laughs) that have everything and you want to get in the game. Like, Mm. it's backwards now. Mm. And that's one thing that I do not understand. Because you have a family that loves you. You have kids that think the world of you. And you're out there making the worst decisions. Not to be judgmental, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I think um, both you guys brought up some good points there. Like, because <clears throat> um, my, you know, my whole thought behind this is like, how can we help those people on the street? And what I, you guys kind of confirmed some things that I've been thinking about. Is just kind of drawing off of my own addiction and my own recovery, my own walk on the red road is that, you know, just to like, we always talk about we had to reprogram, we had to let go of all those kind of defeating beliefs, those false beliefs, and reprogram our mind and become a new, you know, like reborn. Yeah. Um, so my, th- my, my thoughts have been just in my brain, just like brewing, was like, you know, we need to plug these individuals that are on the street um, <clears throat> into like a long term you know treatment facility like reprogram them give them life skills back give them you know like a whole new way of thinking because that's what it took for me for my 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 own well-being i had to let go of everything that i held that i thought was true and then just relearn from the very basics like how to pray again how to how to believe again how to trust again how to even just love myself again. I don't even know if I loved myself prior to the red road, prior to recovery, but I had to learn how to love myself. And so that, you know, kind of not forcing them to, but plugging them into a long-term, you know, like six month recovery treatment facility. And then um, Randy, you're talking about just loving on them. You you just want to be loved. Um, And I think that, <clears throat> that's that's good. That's um, that's just like confirmation, of like what I've been thinking. Because uh, when I, you know, driving around or walking around downtown, and I see these guys, or you know, the, I joke around, call them street chiefs and stuff behind their back. <laughs> but uh, I see hurt people. You know what's crazy? There was two of them that came to my by my place of employment today, and. And there was a man and a woman, and he goes, how's the young ones, man? Give them our love. Mm. Give them our love, all right? And and they don't know me. Yeah. But when they walked away, the thought came into my mind, like, man, these are some of the most loving people on earth mm. that are just caught up in their addiction. Like you said, they're broken people. Yeah. And they don't know how to function without. Yeah, without their substance. But you think about it, and man, like, they are like I've all like this is 
like I've always gotten more help from the addicts than I did from people doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I always got more help from the drunks, from the, more help from the drug addicts than I did from people in church or even living the right way. Mm-hmm. Because it's always like when we get to this point, we're like, I don't want you to make me uncomfortable. Mm. But mm. you see the guy on the street that don't have a roof over their head, they'll be like, man, are you cold? You know what, man? I got two jackets here. Have this one. Yeah. Like, they'll be like, you, you really going to give that to me? And they'll be like, yeah, man, I'll get another one. Yeah, because there was like, I think earlier this year, I had a headlight out on my ride. And I put up to the stoplight right there on um, Main Street, like right by uh, by the Metro. Six and our fourth and like Main Street and coming yeah. off the height. And you stand there with the sign, the sun was going down. He was like, Hey man, you got a headlight out. And I was giving him a dollar. And then he was like, You got a headlight out. And I said, Oh, I know. I said, I'll get to it. He's like, Man, just go up to Target, buy a headlight, come back, man. I'll put it in for you. Yeah. And I was just like, No, nah, man, I'm going home, man. I think it was after one of the nights we recorded. It was actually darker. Okay. Already. Yeah, I remember. It. And he was like, He offered to put in my headlight for me. Because I gave him a dollar, you know, and I was just like, like, you know, just kind of, you know, confirm like what you said. Yeah, there's some, they're like some of the most funny, loving people that are out here on the street. And they're pretty smart, too. Yeah, they are. They're just caught up in their addiction. But, yeah, I just thank you guys for your perspective. And I just wanted to get a little feedback on that. And with that, I'll, I'll pass the rock. Who's ready? Oh. JC. No look pass over here to Cobra Kai. <clears throat> Cobra Kai. Uh, before I even, you know, get into what I was a.k.a. I shooter. Was, um, I mean, I was listening to Randy when he was talking earlier, and then you hit on it, too, when you started speaking. This word keeps coming up, and that's love. Mm. And like like Randy was saying, I mean, I wanted to be loved. I wanted to be part of something. I wanted to be, I wanted to have that. And it was never, never going to work because I didn't love myself. Mm. I know I didn't. If I loved myself, why would I do that to myself? Yeah. Why would I, <clears throat> day after day, wake up so sick that I could barely even, I couldn't even hold a cup of water, mm. you know, dry heaving, you know, and just that, that, and that's just the physical part. Yep. That's not even the mental or the emotional, spiritual. spiritual. Yeah. So I think, you know, that the, going off what you said too is like, you know, you, the, I think the longer you have inside of a structured environment, mm-hmm. such as treatment, yeah. the longer you have in there, the better off will be. Yeah. Because, you know, it, it's, because <clears throat> um, then it gives you, not only does it give you the, the tools that you need to learn and the things that you need to know, but it'll give you time to get rid of all that toxicity in your in your everything, those are those four areas that we just now talked about. But I think it's important for these people to, for us, to love ourselves. Yeah. Because nothing will ever work if I don't love myself. Mm. I can't love anybody else. I can't let anybody love me. And so, anyway. Love, Kosh. Tech love, Kosh. We can uh, write a rom-com about it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, no, that'd I, be cool, like a Street Chief rom-com. Uh, yeah. yeah, that'd be a like hit. One of them from Wind River. <laughs> the other one from Blackfeet Country. <laughs> they meet in Billings. They both moved to Billings. <laughs> <laughs> they happen to be panhandling on the same corner. Meet each other at Holiday on and 27th. And then, and then that's another thing, too. They're like, trying to grab a can at the same time, and they lock eyes. <laughs> you know, we joke around, and we laugh, and, you know, we call them street cheese and stuff. But I think that's just that gallows humor. Yeah, yeah. It helps us to cope. Yeah. Because, you know, but for the grace of God, there go I. Exactly. Um, all addicts, uh, alcoholics, we, all, we have dark humor. Yeah. Definitely. And I've seen that. Police officers, they have very dark humor too, like us. Do they? Yeah. How do they? Well, joke? I think na- natives in general just they do. Yeah. How do they joke? I mean, just like just like how we do, like how natives like joke around and stuff because they see a lot of trauma. We've we've grown up with a lot of trauma, <laughs> yeah. so we joke about some dark stuff. Joke around about two 
What did you say? From Wind River and where? One from Black, Black Feet. Black. And then they, they, they meet over a can over on the corner. Yeah. yeah. That's the first act. Now you need the second and then the third. All right. Yeah. We'll, we'll work we'll, on we'll it. We'll work on they it. They got together for a little bit. And they broke up. Then they broke up. You know, life happened. Yeah. <laughs> they broke up. You know, she drank the last tall can. She drank the last tall can. And Didn't and give him no change. Didn't give him no change. He so got he tired. He stormed of off. And he started going to Talking Circle. And when he stormed off, he headed out towards North Park. <laughs> that's, a speci- that's a specific scene. It's not- <laughs> he just happened to c- upon his feed, and his relative was there, and he went back home. Yeah, and she was still here by herself. Yeah. And he couldn't live because he always thought about what? her every time he saw those cans. For three snows. <laughs> no contact. Snow. <laughs> no contact. But he went to Old Woman Butte. And he started thinking about her. <laughs> I think, we're, I think we're on to something. <laughs> okay, he JC. jumped on a greyhound in Shoshone. Went all the way back to Billings. Mm-hmm. And searched nothing, and searched. Nothing but the clothes on his back. Yeah. And, and double cap in his pocket. Got to make it to Billings by morning. And two four packs in his pocket. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. I thought he was from over there and she was from down there. No, he was from Riverdale. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I, got my, I got my Indians right, mixed right, up. We got to work on the script. Yeah, we do. So, <clears throat> with that, I was wanted to bring this up because I thought it was interesting. I mean, especially with us three since, well, with all of us, since it has to do with uh, mental health. But, mm. you know, mm. with us mm. three, we're always talking about sleep habits. Okay. Right? So... I got this out of uh, sciencealert.com, and the headline is, Defying your body clock to rise early could hurt well-being and mental health. Now, hear me out. I'll re- I'll just, it's a pretty short article, so I'll just read it out, and then we'll get to your thoughts on it. So, there's a yawning chasm between morning larks and night owls, mm. or as Josiah is a early worm. <laughs> early worm. <laughs> a behavioral pattern scientists refer to as diurnal preference. And one we know is at least partially linked to our genes. A new study indicates that for people whose bodies naturally prefer rising early, there is a lower risk of depression and well-being, and, and well-being is generally higher. This could well be because night owls tend to suffer from more misalignment with their body clocks by having to rise early for their daily commute, for example. Mm. These findings build on an earlier research into build on earlier research into our genetic disposition to diurnal preference further demonstrating that morning people appear to get the associated health benefits from living in a closer alignment with their body clocks. We found that people who were misaligned from their natural body clock were more likely to report depression, anxiety, and have lower well-being, says biochemist Jessica O'Loughlin from the University of Exeter in the UK. There are several components to the research, including a statistical analysis of 451,025 health records in the UK Biobank database, with sleep tracking data on 85,000 of them, and questionnaires on sleeping and working habits. <clears throat> While the study doesn't quite confirm a ca- causal relationship between erratic sleeping patterns and depression and anxiety, it does offer robust evidence for it. The researchers say due to the large number of participants and the different approaches that have been taken to to the data to help with their analysis the researchers came up with a measure of social jet lag or the differences in sleep habits between weekdays and weekends finding that this lag was worse for people who have more trouble fitting the standard nine to five working pattern we also found the most robust evidence yet that being a morning person is protective of depression and improves well-being says o'laughlin we think this could be explained by the fact that demands of society mean night owls are more likely to defy their natural body clocks by having to wake up early for work. And it kind of goes on a little bit longer, but <clears throat> um, essentially what it's just saying is that some people are naturally early risers, other people are naturally night owls. And those that are night owls are suffering because they have to conform to this early to bed, early to rise kind of uh, format format that we live in. And I just wanted to get your thoughts. Because I know you two are both early risers. Like, early, early. <laughs> like, insanely early. Like, what the hell are you doing early? <laughs> <laughs> and 
And, and just because you're up doesn't mean everybody yeah, else is up just early. Because yeah. you're up doesn't mean I want to start throwing texts back and forth. <laughs> doesn't mean you have to start the group text <laughs> at six in the morning. At five thirty <laughs> doesn't mean to act like you're the funniest guy on planet Earth. <laughs> at Stop four, at four forty-seven in the morning. Because me personally, I, I I know I know for a fact that like I'm a night owl, and my mom is like that too. Like mm. I just. Like creatively, like I mean, I'm in my my essence at, at in the evening and at, at night, and I mean I can be tired all day, just sluggish and uh, seem like one step behind. But then when that evening starts kicking in, then all of a sudden I just wake up. Boop. Like I'm not tired. It's hard for me to go to sleep Bing. because I I think part of it too is like I know I have to get up, so oh. I know I have to sleep. But if you think of it that way, then it just makes it harder. It's a mental block. But anyway. Just wanted to get your thoughts on that because it does affect, you know, sleeping, sleep, sleep habits, sleep patterns, and and lack thereof is is a big. Uh, it affects our mental health and our well being. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, man, ever since I could remember, I was always the last one awake and the first one up. Ever since I was a little kid, I remember that because, like, um. My siblings would be like, all right, Friday night, let's stay up all night, watch movies. And they'd be asleep by midnight. My God, these guys, I better go to sleep. And I go to sleep, and then boom, I'd be up. Six, seven in the morning, up, TV on, watching cartoons, Saturday morning cartoons. And even now, I'm like that. You know, everybody's bed by like 9, 9.30. Everybody's asleep, and I'm up watching basketball or watching YouTube or you know, just making memes for the five thirty AM meme time. For the five thirty AM crowd. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll Both I'll be them. up. Um I'll be up, you know, till like eleven, midnight most nights. But I'm up at like five thirty, six o'clock the next day. Um and part of that, you know, is these days is, you know, I have uh, I have to wear a CPAP. So like every time I sleep I get like Good, really good sleep. So if I get like three, four, five hours of sleep, it's like really good sleep. Because, you know, I have sleep apnea and I stop breathing when I sleep. So when I wear that CPAP, man, I'm like out and I'm like falling into REM sleep like quickly. And I'm there and I have like real vivid dreams and stuff. And like I wake up and boom, I'm refreshed. I'm ready to go. It's good quality. Yeah, it's like really good quality sleep. Um but if I don't use my machine, I forget to put it on before I fall asleep. Man, the next day I'm just sluggish, ruggish bone all day, creeping on the come up, half a step back. On the first of the month. First of the month. <laughs> get up, get up. So I don't know where I'd fall on that whole spectrum. I guess the whole article you read, um, that describes me. I was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, that's me, yep, mm-hmm. Randy. I've always, oh, I've just always been. It's kind of crazy because I was never, I never did go to bed early. Um, until about when I started my job. But the reason why I started going to bed early was because, man, being out in these weather elements, whether it was like freaking super hot or like super cold, like I would get home and it would wipe me out. Mm. Um, and I was lucky to make it to like eight thirty. And my daughter was like that, man. Like, dude, when she was like three, four years old, mm-hmm. like I'd wake her up at like six, you know? Man, she'd get up and she would go like head start. And yeah. She would go function, but she was always like, um, I remember when she was in head start, they would I'd say, yeah, your daughter went to sleep at nap time. We just let her sleep. Oh. Like she would sleep, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was never like that. Um, but it wasn't until, like I said, I sobered up that. I really realized how important sleep is, and sometimes I'm to the point now, like, as soon as I'm up, I'm up. Hmm. But is that what we're talking about? Yeah, I mean, just however, whatever you got. But it's like, if I don't get a good night's sleep, then I'm no good the next day, or I'm in a grouchy mood, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, like, uh, to carry that on for... Uh, uh, say Irritable. an extended period of time would eventually, you know, start messing with your head, your mental, your emotional. I uh, think like your, your now irritable. 
I love to look forward to the early mornings to drink my coffee. Yeah. I used to look forward to like going to like, you know, go grab a cup of coffee, but I just bought an espresso machine. Yeah, yeah. And um learned how to make that and and dude it's like so good. It's a game changer. <laughs> like, you know, game yeah, changer. it's like a game changer. So now like I drink my coffee in the morning and, and really that's my that's my quiet time, that's my me time. Yes, sir. Because as soon as my daughter wakes up, well it's summer now, I let her sleep until seven. But as soon as she wakes up, then all my time's around her. Mm. She has to get to, you know, to, to child care. She has to, you know, like, then I got to go to work. And when I get off work, I got to go pick her up. And got to make sure she's fed. Got to make sure, you know. So it's all around her. Um, mm-hmm. So early mornings are like my quiet time. Like, that's me. That's when I get my homework done. If I'm doing homework that day, that's when I get my reading done. That's when I get my brain done, you know. That's when I talk to Jesus. Yeah. So I think for me, like early on, like younger years, um, looking back, you know, hindsight's 2020, I I was dealing with a lot of depression and anxiety. I didn't even know about it. And I had like uh, FOMO. What's that? Fear of missing out. Fear of missing out. And I don't even know. Oh, that explains the last one to sleep and first one up. (laughs) Yeah. But that kind of makes sense too, though. But me, like growing up too, though, like. I was always involved in drugs, mm. um, which is crazy because now I love my sleep. Like, you know? Yeah, cherish I, it. Yeah, I love my sleep, and mm. which is odd because when I was out there, I never slept. Yeah. But when I did sleep, I slept for her. Like, dude, there were, like, I remember, like, times, like, even right now, like, it's vivid, like, being at this house, and at my mom's house at the time, and waking up and thinking, you know, oh, man, breakfast time. Yeah. Get up, and it's, like, 5, 6 in the evening. <laughs> like this and I already slept like the day before you know yeah. stuff and, like that and I, I mentioned this before is um, sleep debt yeah, yeah. And, and, and this is just kind of a general idea of it because everybody's different but say you know you need eight hours of sleep every day but you're only getting six and eventually mm-hmm. your body's going to say hey you owe me for those other two hours for this many days so guess what we're not going to get up until you give it back to me yeah. So your body knows, your biological system knows how much rest you need and when to get it. But like if you know, like say something like for me, for instance, I stay up a little later than I should have, and I'm not getting the proper rest because I have to get up at five, five thirty and start getting ready for work. Then I'll suffer through the day. Yeah. yeah. But I won't make it the end of the day without you know. Hey man, you're gonna pay me that back right now. <laughs> so I'll be just sitting there watching TV and all of a sudden. Doo. <laughs> but my body <laughs> My body's Telling me yes That's kind of funny though Like I remember last year I need a nap I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was last summer or the, No it was like two summers ago I um, had this meeting with this guy And dude it was hot during the summer mm. And mm. he set up a meeting And I'm like man I don't know if I can make that meeting At 7 o'clock I said let's do 6 I know I'll be up like, no, seven, and he set it away on the West End. And, dude, I got home in that with that hour and a half to kill, and I sat on the couch in the air conditioning, and, dude, I was out. Mm. I woke up the next morning to some text messages. He's like, I don't know if this is how you handle all business. <laughs> there was a couple text messages there, like, you know, and it's just like, dog, like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've done that too, man. I've slept through alarms. Like that uh, sleep debt. Yeah. Uh, some, like, I don't know. I think, like, my body just knows, like, all right, you ain't got no sports today. You don't have to do this or nothing. And, man, I'll just, like, you know, go to bed at my normal 10, 11, midnight. And I'll sleep till, like, 8 or 9 the next day. And I'm like, whoa, man, I wasted, like, three hours. <laughs> how come I didn't wake up? <laughs> but, you know, <clears throat> like, me personally, too, is, like, how Randy was saying about the morning, and you probably, and you were agreeing, was like, that's your that's your time. Mm-hmm. And like mine is at night. Like that's it's it's peaceful for me. I can my head. I can think. I, I know I do a lot of praying, a lot of meditating, um, arts and crafts. You know, and just sit there and go off. And, and before I know it, I'll look up and it's like, holy cow! It's three o'clock in the morning. I better you know, yeah. chill out. Get you know, to it. But but I mean, but I my just body. like that's <laughs> my body. Finish it out. Telling me no. <laughs> Telling me to go to sleep. <laughs> Baby, I want to keep texting, but. 
but my body <laughs> is telling me yeah. yeah you know what sucks? Like when you do when you're tired and you can't sleep. Oh, oh you say okay, and that, there's oh, it. that's yeah. there, that's one of those brain hacks I'm always talking about. If you when when I mentioned it earlier, I kind of touched on it earlier that if you think if you're sitting there thinking, man, I have to go to sleep right now, mm-hmm. you won't go to sleep. Nope. But if you don't worry about it, don't think about it. Oh, and then the other thing too is if you, you just can, let it happen, if you can just lay still for fifteen minutes, you'll automatically fall asleep. Oh yeah. If you lay still, just lay still. But see, what we do is like <laughs> shaking his head. What we do is like, oh man, I'm not comfortable. So you flip over to this side, and then you roll over to this side, and you yeah. fluff up your pillow, and then you put your arm like this, and yeah, you put your butt near, and you <laughs> trying to get yeah. comfortable in the fetal position, <laughs> the fetal. <laughs> No, like uh, one of the things that I hate on that is like I'm tired. This guy's trying to put your butt in there. <laughs> put my butt in there. Trying to get like, comfortable, yeah, man. Suck Pew. my thumb. <laughs> Pew. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck, this guy's just gross on it. And then keep those covers on you. <laughs> uh, what covers? Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that too much information? Uh, okay. TMI, TMI, TMI. Right. TMI. Right. Let's right. keep it PG thirteen. Um, no, like yeah, like that. You're super tired. You lay down, and then what happens? Sometimes happens to me. My mind goes boo, mm-hmm. like a hundred miles an hour, and before I know it, man, like a half hour, an hour's gone by, and I just been thinking. Yep. And like what I've been doing now, when I start, when I I'm able to catch it sooner now. I'll be thinking for like 15 minutes. I'll go, oh, shoot, man. I better go to sleep. I need to go to sleep. And then so I'll do modulated breathing. You know, I'll breathe in for two seconds, hold it, let it out for four. And I like, man, I'll just do that for like a like a minute or two. And, man, I just chill out. My brain slows down. My thoughts slow down. Man, before I know it, man, my alarm's going off. I'm waking up. You know what else is good for that, too, is to do a body scan. So, yeah, like, like, start, start. Go for it. Yeah, I thought we were keeping it PG. I'm just kidding. If we're, we're going to go there, let's go hard. All right. Okay. No, so, right. no, I'm just kidding. Body scan. Go. One, two, three. Don't, body scan. Don't, don't give me any ideas now. Um, yeah. So, body scan. You just lay there, and then you know, like you start with your toes, and I'm not saying you wiggle them around or anything. You just like, okay, what does my little toe or what do my toes feel like? Then you move down to the bottom of your feet, and you basically you're just putting all your Minds if, or uh, focus on like your ankles and then up to your legs, your knees, all the yeah. way up. And and a lot of times, like if if you're taking your time and really putting in that that thought to it, yeah, you probably won't even make it up to your neck, and then you'll be like, <sighs> yeah, like just grounding yourself. Yeah, and when, yeah. I mean, essentially, what it is is you're just not having those thoughts, like you were saying. Yeah, like you're you're stopping those thoughts, and mm-hmm. and, and like a body scan is good for one of them. Right on. Yeah, sleep is very, I cherish my sleep. It's crazy because, like, you know, I won't have anything to do, like, an evening or afternoon. You know, the wife is out with the kids or the kids are, you know, they're out at their friends or something. I'm like, oh, man, I got the afternoon off or the evening off. I'm going to do this. I'm going to watch this movie. What do I do? I take a nap. Dog, isn't that the best? Yeah. Like, I just, like, I got these plans, but then when it comes right down to it, I was like, Oh, that couch looks so comfortable. Lay down. Just turn off everything and crash. Crash. Seems like those are the best sleeps. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the sleeps that you wish you didn't wake up. Like, you know? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. Holy Jimmy Christmas. Not like that, but Bobby, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, when you wake up and you're all groggy, you're like, uh, yeah, I lo- like, I wish I could just sleep the rest of the day. Yeah, I love those naps, like. You wake up, you don't even know what century it is. You don't even know who you are for yeah. like a second or two, and you're like, whoa. Oh, it's me. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like those are the best. That's what I do, too. Like, my daughter heads out when she leaves. She's kind of getting to that age where she never wants to stay home on the weekends now. Mm. Like, do when something. she ditches me, I'm like, all right, I go do this, I go do that. You know, she's not here. I can run Dillard's, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Uh Oh, as soon as she leaves, <laughs> nap time. Nap time. Get your blankie and take a nap. Yeah, I'll try to do like a four-hour nap. You yeah, <laughs> four-hour power nap. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then you recharge for the next month. <laughs> yeah, 
But yeah, that's what I had. I want to thank you guys for your input, your take on it. I thought it was pretty interesting when I first read it because I thought of you two automatically all those mornings at 5.30 <laughs> and I heard... Burr, 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 burr. And then about 30 seconds after that... Burr, burr. And about five seconds after... And I was like, I know it's those two. <laughs> I know it's those two. Those two mother effers. Mother suckers. Those two but, uh, morning folks. Yeah, because, you know, like, I... I, I mother Probably already pretty, got a cup of coffee down. <laughs> probably already had two espressos already. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I do. I started making four shots now yep. instead of just two. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of sip on the first one, wake up. And the second one, I just kind of take it easy. Man, I fill up that whole cup, and I pack out the thing, like I push it down and pack all those espresso grinds in there, and then then I'll just make like I fill that cup up to the brim, and then I'll just drink. You drink it straight? I'll put some uh, creamer, and I'll fill up the rest of the cup, like a 32-ounce cup with uh, water. Okay. Kind of cut it, and then I'll just sip on that. I just drink mine in like an 8-ounce cup. Oh, So I just put like... Oh, man. So I pour two cups at a time, right? Yeah. And then I just pour a splash of uh, half and half. Oh, okay. Just tell it changes colors. Like, not like dark, like, not like the medium brown like that, but yeah. kind of like the lighter brown, kind of blonde. Yep. Like his hair. <laughs> like Cobra Kai over here. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were pointing at, I thought you were pointing at his arm. Not that you, kind of brown. But he <laughs> went from Daniel-san to who? To Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> Cobra Kai over here dyed his hair, but uh, but that's only yeah, the- like that. But I do it on ice. Mm. And that is so good. Yeah, this is delicious. I like that kind of like that little bitter. I like that iced coffee too. Yeah, I like that like the little bitter taste. Mm. You guys are making me look forward to tomorrow morning. Which reminds me, I do got to stop at Walmart and buy some more espresso. Some what kind do you use? Uh, we use the Starbucks beans, and then we grind them up. Okay, into espresso. And yeah, to the powder. And there's this Cafe Bustello. Mm-hmm. Bro, gotta get some of that. All right. Stuff Check it out. Fire. All right. So thank you, JC, for your topic. And we're going to, um, at this time, we're going to take a little break. 